Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of season three. If you have just joined us, I am Robin of Edit Tired Witch on Instagram, and I'm joined by the beautiful Maria of Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Why, hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Um, before we get started, I just wanted to briefly acknowledge that you probably saw that we did not do an episode last week, um, or I guess two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and if you didn't see our social media, that is simply because there were really serious situations going on within the occult community um, regarding the alt-right, white supremacy, transphobia, racism, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, these were allegations that were brought you know, to the internet. Uh, we are not going to get into them here because quite frankly, I don't feel like we don't feel like that is the space to acknowledge this sort of thing. Um, but we did not record last week simply to give space for that on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really, and I do want to stress that we weren't like involved in it. Like, no, no, it, no, yeah. no, we weren't. Uh, I know that yeah. uh, we made a statement about it on Coffee and Cauldron's Instagram. And I know people were like, what's going on? And quite frankly, um, we were not involved in it. But simultaneously, like this is not a gossip podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I, I did a statement about it on Twitter. If mm-hmm. you want to look at that, you can. But simultaneously, it was simply to give space um, for people that were sharing experiences and talking about that. And we didn't mm-hmm. want to take away from that. So yeah, because we don't want people to listen to us just because of that. And yeah, yucky. <laughs> yeah, we want you to listen to us because you like what we have to say. Right. And we are not uh, a podcast that has ever and will ever capitalize in situations that deal with stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. that's all. We're not going to get into it any further. We just wanted to explain Mm -hmm. (laughs) here on the podcast that we have not been involved in any kind of accusations of white supremacy or similar. (laughs) Um, Because there seemed to be a little (laughs) bit of confusion by that. So just to be clear, (laughs) we're not racist or transphobic here. (laughs) um yuck uh but we just yeah we just wanted to lightly touch on that if you listen to us before or if you're brand new every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how you can use them in your magical practice now that being said welcome to eclipse season everyone are you having fun (laughs) i'm not (laughs) (laughs) uh welcome to hell on earth we are currently in eclipse season and the most most recent the upcoming lunar phase in i don't know conjunction to this episode Mm -hmm. is going to be the full moon in scorpio on may 15th but it is also a lunar eclipse as well as retrograde starts on may 10th and will be ending on june 2nd It would be my personal opinion that although I tell people, do whatever you want with eclipses, that's not my business. It would be my personal recommendation to tell you all to not fucking touch this one with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) Uh, While the Scorpio full moon is going to bring a lot of emotional material to the surface um we are going to be looking at energies that deal with intimacy transformation and we can also be exploring things like abandonment in our own self-worth and sexuality 
because it is a full moon eclipse as well as Mercury retrograde, you might be finding that dealing with emotions uh, and communication is going to be a bit of a shit in a handbasket. Um <laughs> i this listen i you know i always tell people that when it comes to eclipses that you could do what you want they are historically known as an omen but simultaneously different paths and practices have different exploration when it comes to eclipses Mm mm-hmm and so I definitely am not going to sit there and say, don't, don't do it. But simultaneously, given the fact that it is a Scorpio full moon and eclipse and retrograde, I personally would recommend just not, just not. Um, I do That's say just like, <laughs> if someone does work with the, like, I'm going to work with the full moon, but, 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 but I'm going to work on it after the eclipse happens on the. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, on the second day of the full, I mean, third day of the full moon. So I'm going to work with the crone aspect. That makes um, sense. Yeah. When we have things like the Scorpio full moon, be, because Scorpio moons specifically deal with things like intimacy, transformation, and self-worth, mm-hmm. but then we also mix it with the retrograde where we have things like misfires and communication, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. All I'm going to say is, is that... When we have all these things together, you can definitely work with the full moon if you want to. I'm definitely not trying to be fear-mongering. But what I will say is that make sure that you are really checking in with yourself in Mm -hmm. things like how we are communicating our intimacy (laughs) and that transformation. You might be feeling a little bit extra like you want to text the ex or do magic that deals with getting back together with the ex or similar. Um, Just really have a check-in with yourself before deciding to explore magic at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you might be finding that your personal desires are perhaps being a little bit... Hmm, how do we word this? Unkind to yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in terms of things like love and intimacy. Because remember, intimacy, although, yes, it can mean things like sexuality. It, intimacy is really just anybody that you're willing to be vulnerable with. And vulnerability is subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, vulnerability has a lot of different faces and a lot of different masks. You might be being more intimate with a best friend, telling them a little bit more vulnerability. Um you might be being more intimate because you are going to go and have sex with somebody. It's layered, right? Mm-hmm. Intimacy is subjective. And so all I would say is if you do want to use this full moon, do make sure you have a real and sincere check-in with yourself before moving forward. Um, yeah. And I do feel like if you're also going to work with this moon, scorpion, scorpion, scorpions scorpion. are huge, like, uh, is a protection sign. Um, so, you know, like sting back and stuff like that. And it actually relates to our discussion today um yeah but i would definitely be careful with like gossiping or anything that yes will you know sting back and also you can do like uh like during the crone moon which i will be talking about later i will be involving those aspects to protect myself from things like that and that sort of aspect so yes i definitely agree with that yeah <laughs> So just as I say, every single podcast, which I'm sure everyone loves, but anyways, (laughs) so if you just started listening to us 
every podcast, we talk about a tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the card. Hearing other people's opinions helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So this week, we're going to talk about the Five of Wands. On the Rider-Waite-Smith version of this card, you'll see five people standing like, it looks kind of like a muddy, wet ground on wetty, wet ground, and they're like <laughs> fighting with their giant wand staffs. And <laughs> Very universe... homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, have you looked at the tip of the staffs and wands? I mean... <laughs> Anyways, anyways, the universal keywords um, to this are competition, conflict, challenges, and chaos. Um, So when this card pops up in readings for me, most of the time it comes up as confusion and chaos. To me, the people on this card can also look like they're saying, hey, look at my stick. Look how big it is. Yes, phallic jokes aside. With all that in mind, um, a situation with this card come up would look like if someone is confused on how they should move forward when it comes Mm -hmm. to their growth and life path. They may have multiple offers or desires about where they want to go, or -hmm. someone is being told that what they want and where they should go by like many people, including Mm -hmm. adding, you know, including adding additional confusion about what they actually want. And Mm -hmm. either case, if this card comes up in that way, I always say that while things look confusing on the outside, you know, step back, look at each option, you know, write a pros and cons list. And when you can jump into the fray and tackle the direction that you want to go in, do it you know mm-hmm. and alternatively um but keeping with that overwhelmed chaotic theme this card can also come up in situations like starting a new job or job hunting you know it is so overwhelming at first you know so many things are going on you've got to learn the lay of the land your job about your colleagues dealing with what you dealing with where you want your job to go the direction you want it to go in as well And in this case, all you can do is just jump right into the fray so you can emerge the victor, which we see this on the next card, you know, the Six of Wands. This can also be said for like times of competition, like let's say you are up for a job promotion and many people are vying for it. If you want even a chance, you've got to go for it. You can't just hang out on the sidelines and hope for the best. Um, So how do you view this card, Robin, dear? You know, I thought we were going to disagree about this one. Um, I was, like, fully prepared to be like, mm Maria. <laughs> um, but I fully agree with you. I view this card a lot as a Seven of Cups card. Very mm-hmm. similar. The difference being is that instead of the Seven of Cups being kind of an isolated situation where we're overwhelmed, mm-hmm. there are people involved that are pulling us in those opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, I really don't have very much to add here. I really feel like I was prepared. I was prepared to beef you today. And and here I come. And here I come. Just absolutely bewildered that we have... (laughs) We have agreed. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, I really, really... You and I... Listen, will you be the AJ to my Justin Timberlake? Um, Uh, Yes. I do feel it as a real conflict card and that conflict coming from, uh, like I said, outside forces. The positive side of this card is I do see it as something that sometimes can be a challenge that we welcome. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So like in a very, um, I don't know, kind of mundane sense, mm-hmm. you know, those, oh, what are they called? They're like the warrior challenges where they oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do like, it's like a, you're racing and, but it's got like obstacles and stuff. I see, yeah, I know, know what, what you're talking about, but I'm brain farting on what the name is. They're like, they're like, war- like the they're ninja called, warrior, right? Ninja not warrior? that I know what you're thinking of. It's oh. it's like something that a regular person can do, and they usually <gasps> oh, it's like you're talking about the crazy one where the like yeah, the they, people they, would <laughs> they go like they run like a 5k and they'll be like yeah, and I'm four miles of that you're like running through the mud and you have to climb this wall and yeah 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 yeah. like the spartan races races yeah 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 yeah. okay so i was thinking trojan but i knew that was wrong anyway trojan like on like a phallic theme (laughs) (laughs) on on a mundane level right it could literally mean something like that where you have this challenge that's going to be incredibly difficult difficult but you've signed yourself Mm -hmm. up for it fully aware of it that it's going to be hard and it's exciting right Mm -hmm. Um, it also shows things like sportsmanship, playing like football together or soccer and teamwork. And so on a positive side, I do feel like there is that kind of conflict, but it is welcomed and something that you're aware of. Uh, but on the negative side, like I said, I feel very much so like a seven of cups card, except mm-hmm. for you have external players. Yeah. This deals with like our passions and where we want yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This week, Maria and I thought that we could talk about reversal magic, both reversing your spells that you've done and what that looks like for us, as well as reversal magic, where it is sending magic back to somebody who magically sent something your way, perhaps a hex, jinx, etc. <laughs> a mild inconvenience. <laughs> Or big inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) And kind of just like what our opinions are on that. Do we do them? How do we do them? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So let's start with reversals where we're sending it back to somebody. Do you do them? Why do you do them? When do you do them, Maria? Okay. So I'm more likely to use like a reversal reversal spell than a hex. Like um, they're actually part of my normal spell rotation because technically they're protection magic. You know, Mm -hmm. as a witch who has a larger following on social media, I have to be careful because people will just throw things at me because I can. And also as like a pansexual woman in a lesbian relationship, you know, I get bad energy (gasps) directed at me like every weekend with my wife when we do things together as a family with our little one. you know why. You know why that happens and like let's just be honest it's because your wife isn't me and if i was your wife <laughs> nobody would send that your way i know it i know they would you're my online wife <laughs> i mean i mean and like... some would say that marriage is more valid than one that is containing actual nuptials i'm just saying exactly yeah <laughs> But, like, I think most people don't even consider that, like, n- like non-witches can actually do damage depending on how much energy they have built up when it comes to, like, their hatred, disgust, or even, like, jealousy. Mm-hmm. And they can and will direct it at you. And 
you know, reversal spells not only protect you, but, you know, sends energy back to sender. Um, Mm -hmm. So they experience what they directed at you. Um, What was I going to say? So talk about um, how I reverse my own spells first. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what we said? Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't actually, like, I think I've only... To be honest with you, I think I've only reversed one of my spells, and that was a really long time ago. I don't even remember. Wow, what you the guys, spell was she's about. a really witch who's never fucked up once. That's or crazy. Am I lazy? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, I did the whole candle reversal where you take a knife and make, and you cut the bottom of the candle so you can light the other end of the wick, mm-hmm. which is. Um, which is probably something I would do now as well. And I may even add like herbs I used on the previous spell to the candle and with the addition of charcoal to draw the energy back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also see myself like writing out a spell on a piece of paper with washable markers, filling a basin full of like salt water and charcoal and washing off the words in the water. Um, with Have my you hands. seen... I thought of like you saying this made me think of this. Have you mm-hmm. seen when people like use white erase markers in water and then it like and like alcohol and it like floats to the surface? No. Yeah. What? I feel like that could be utilized in some sort of spell. <gasps> I'll I'll find it and send it to you. I could I could be fucking this up, like how you do it, but I think you use I think you use alcohol and water and white erase markers and it like floats to the surface. Oh, that's awesome. It's yes, science, please. actually. I don't know. I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> not trying to brag, guys, but I'm a scientist. Yeah, she is. I'm a medical doctor. <laughs> Let's see the degree, Robin. <laughs> Just kidding. I have a degree of the land, Maria. Okay. <laughs> have you ever considered that? <laughs> Should I talk about how I use, like, regular reversal spells for, like, yeah. people or... Do you want me? Well, do you want to go first? Yeah. I do yeah, my... yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So when I, I, unlike Maria, do fuck up spells sometimes. Uh, Maria, of course, is perfect and never does it, but I <laughs> do fuck them up sometimes. And when I fuck up a spell, I try to recreate the spell, but in reverse. So like if I had Ash, let's say from something I burned, if I still had that from the spell, Mm -hmm. I would use that as the base of working backwards. Mm -hmm. And I would try basically to go like literally do the spell backwards to the best of my ability. Um, Obviously there are limitations to that. Like let's say you burnt a candle, Mm -hmm. right? Well then we're going to flip the candle upside down, kind of like Maria described, but I would put the leftover ash from that, other candle at the base mm-hmm. um of the spell and then work work backwards from there that is how i have done it historically now i don't do them that often although i'm giving maria a ton of shit right now in reality <laughs> i've probably done it about a dozen times ever um in like 20 years so that's really not that much <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just lazy like if that spell goes out there <laughs> i'm like oh well shit i'll just i'll just it's do another me. spell to combat it's in god's it. hands now um <laughs> that's jesus christ mess up that has nothing to do with me um <laughs> out of sight out of mind baby um <laughs> 
But that, that that's historically how I've done it is I do my best to work backwards from where it ended. Um, mm-hmm. And I've found good success in that yeah. and doing it that way. So, of course, there are limitations, like I said, and you're going to have to essentially make do <laughs> with what like, you know what I mean there's only so many things that can you can recreate <laughs> yeah um so do your best of course to work backwards from that if you have things like leftover wax or leftover ash you can always put that as, at the base of the spell in the working backwards um yeah godspeed mm-hmm but I think situations that warrant that sort of thing like I think when do you like reverse spells? Like when do you feel um, like you need to? The times at which I have done a spell reversal is because I was not literal enough when I was doing my spell where it has maybe worked in a different area than I would like and a little too well. So yeah. like for example, um maybe doing like a spell let's say to bring in money. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're like, yeah. okay, like, I need some more money right now. I would like some prosperity. Mm-hmm. And then I do the spell, and all of a sudden, I'm, like, so swamped with, like, orders or work that I actually cannot keep up, and I'm drowning. <laughs> um, that has happened. Uh, that has happened to me, too. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, one time, I did a spell. I was doing... So I was doing a couple years ago when I did the launch with Tired Witch to include more... Um, like items, like tools in my store. I done a spell for that to be successful. And I actually had so many orders that I had to shut the shop down because I was so, I'm one person. I don't have a staff. I was overwhelmed. I literally was working sun up to sundown for like five straight days mm-hmm. just to get orders packed out. Like it, I had like a TikTok video go viral. Don't know why. Don't know why that one went viral. Um, well, I do. It's because I had done fucking spell work for it. But I was like, it was like <laughs> literally one of those situations where it was careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Because I was like forgetting to eat. Like my back was fucked because I was standing literally 15 hours a day. I was so overwhelmed. And it was like, yeah, I was glad to have success. But at what fucking cost? And so I had done a reversal at that time because I was like, this is too much. Like, <laughs> thank you so much, universe. Too much. <laughs> uh, so that was an example of a time that I had done a reversal. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so how about for you? Like, what do you do for reverse spells for people throwing shit at you? So for me, I don't typically hex people. Um, it's not that I don't believe in it. It's just to me, it's always way too much work um, mm-hmm. to like do that sort of, I don't know, kind of directed energy exchange. Energy exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I don't believe in them. I have done them in the past. Um, It's just not my historic Um, Mm go-to. Usually when I'm in a situation where I might need to hex someone, uh, they're already sending that shit in my direction because apparently they got the time and I don't. So I just do a reversal in situations like that. Like, nothing bad will happen to you if you're not sending shit my way. Like, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I do reversals for that. And there are Mm -hmm. two methods that I have that are tried and true methods. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is the upside down candle reversal spell. 
Um, so basically, you get a black candle. Some people leave it at just the black candle. I get a black candle and a red candle, and I cut them in half. So I get a chime candle, right? Mm-hmm. I cut them in half, and then I heat the bottom, well, like the center bit. So I get the top half of the candle is the red, and the bottom half of the candle is black. I heat up the centers so that way I can essentially glue them back together, right? Mm-hmm. And then I flip that candle upside down and I put it in like, uh, sometimes I'll put it in like grave dirt. Sometimes I'll put it in um, like shells, powdered shells, like yeah. um, eggshells, yeah. crab shells, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. <laughs> Uh, and then I will light the candle upside down to mm-hmm. send stuff back their direction. And of course, this will obviously have things like writing the target's name on it, etc. And I put it in front of a mirror. Um, and there might be a spell that goes with it. Depends, of course, on the situation, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my other go-to is the triple action reversal candle. You know, I'm a big fan of glass like votive candles novena candles mm-hmm. uh they are like a special kind of candle that you get from a botanica typically the top half is white and the bottom half is red or it, the bottom half will be black depends mm-hmm. on the manufacturer i prefer the ones where the top half is white and the bottom half is red but that's just personal preference i don't I wouldn't say necessarily that one is better than the other, but the white half is symbolizing kind of the purification and cleansing of what's going on. And the bottom half is representing sending it back. Um, So like I said, black or red works. I prefer red teach their own yeah. uh, I always dress the candle with a reversing oil. I put it in front of a mirror Uh it's it's you can add herbs like rue or dill to your dressing candle at the top it's Mm -hmm. again totally up to you and then i put on a piece of paper under the candle who the target is so who i think is sending shit my way i put Mm -hmm. paper underneath it um and then i'll do like prayer or spell over the candle and i'll leave it burning i never put it out um even when I go to sleep, these candles until it's gone. <laughs> My wife is somewhere like, ah. yeah, your wife's shaking her fist in the air. Like, <laughs> don't tell people to do this. It's not safe. Listen, guys, it's not safe to do that. But sometimes you got to weigh up with risk to reward. <laughs> what about you? So like I have a mirror that I charge annually actually with the Scorpio full moons. And oh. I think Scorpio full, full moons are absolutely perfect for reversal magic because, you know, scorpions think back, as I said, like at the beginning and mm-hmm. they protect themselves. But anyways, on, on the back of the mirror, I write out things that I want protection from with a marker. Um, I have things like gossiping, hexing, ill intentions, and like many others. Um, so I almost always add to it every time I charge to charge it. So 
I don't know. It has a lot of words on it by now. <laughs> but, um, I give it a good cleanse before I set it out and hold it and fill it in with my intentions of safety protection. Like I'm visioning a bubble of protection over me and my family and mm-hmm. our belongings and set it aside. And also like also envisioning the mirror itself. And so whatever is trying to like hit us just shoots back towards the person who shot it in the first place. And, um, I do say, like, it is important, though, if you are do, do decide to charge a mirror outside to get it back into the home before the sun comes up, mm-hmm. because it can reflect um, up into the sky, which is dangerous for, like, planes and birds yeah. and things like that. So I recommend setting an alarm before sunset to go and get it. And if you are forgetful, I would even do the spell <laughs> if you don't think that you'll remember to get it. <laughs> um I also have like a return center spell that I use for many different things. It is basically a bill for what someone has done to me and that they owe me for the pain that they have caused. And I usually put like um, just what they have given back to them. And the payment is like what the universe and I would work for Hecate on the spell. And so what they see fit usually, you know, what Mm -hmm. they will give back anyways i write on the bill and in red ink i -hmm. write what they owe and i fold it three times away from me i place in an envelope and sometimes i put domination herbs in the envelope to help but i Mm -hmm. would place that either on a windowsill or um for a full moon cycle or i would place it in front of a mirror for a full moon cycle but those are the two things that I do. Um, one's a continuous thing. And another one is just kind of to help when like yeah. the mirror fills. But I do have like other ones. I think I've sent you one of my more extreme ones before. Yes. But we won't get into that. We're one. not going to get into that. That's <laughs> Don't ever ask me about that. The next time you think about asking me about that, don't. <laughs> sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do yeah yeah. listen at the end of the day i personally believe that reversal magic although it can be baneful in my opinion it is baneful protection yeah 100 percent. reversal magic is ultimately protection magic and I, I, they comes in a lot of different forms. As everyone knows, I wear a mal de ojo every single day, which is another form of uh, protection magic. Yeah. <laughs> a reversal, if you will, of sorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I make every member of my family wear one. I, I think that they are just another form of protection magic. If you're not being a shitty piece of person, mm-hmm. a shitty piece of person, she says... <laughs> Are you being a shitty little piece of person, Maria? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> if you're not being a shitty person and you're not hexing people, then you don't have anything to worry about. And this is yeah. not, of course, to say that you I'm anti-hexing or that you shouldn't hex. I think no. that hexing definitely has a time and a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that there are other options out there before we hex um, yeah. and in terms of the energy exchange. <laughs> yeah. And I do want to say reversal magic is another reason it is dire to reconsider before hexing another witch. Even mm-hmm. if it is for good reasons, most witches who have been practicing for a while will have a reversal spell in place all day, mm-hmm. every day. It is also a reason that like many of us have to be careful with non-hexing things, such as gossiping, doing something super yeah. passive-aggressive, but 
directing mm-hmm. that energy towards another witch does mm-hmm. that energy that you are like unknowingly directing at that person might come and like sh- come right back at you and mm-hmm. yeah yeah but just something to consider um mm-hmm. like i said definitely not anti-hexing here definitely no, not, not anti-baneful <laughs> mag- magic here in the slightest bit but there is a lot of nuance when it comes to these things and mm-hmm. as much as i hate the word nuance as we all know or at least maria knows because i bitch about it all the time to her um, <laughs> as much as i hate the word nuance it it is true like there is a lot of nuance when it comes to these things and hexing is not your only option we have a lot of options here and not that one is better than the other but i personally feel like one has less chances of repercussions Mm -hmm. (laughs) completely agree so that's just my opinion but I hope it's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good conversation. Ten out Thank of ten. you. I think that we're both really smart, actually. So smart. Big brains. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move into the next segment, Maria and I have a very cool announcement that we probably should have brought up at the beginning, but we didn't. So oh. <laughs> Uh, Maria, do you want to tell the fine folks what we, we have? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have merch, like really cute, funny merch that we think that you guys would like, and yes. we hope that you would check it out. It is actually in our link on our link tree on Instagram and also Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. whatever you're listening on. Mm-hmm. So you can easily find it. And we hope you guys like all the stuff that we made. It is made by us. Yeah, so. we designed everything. We yes. uh, yeah, we spent way too much time doing that. And we have a Patreon exclusive one that will have come out the week before you're hearing this. Um yeah, so we're really proud of it. Um, we hope you guys enjoy it. And if you know, if you're somebody who has been asking for merch, because I know a lot of people have, I hope that you like it. We hope that you like it, and we appreciate you all so much for supporting the Patreon or the podcast, not the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, and possibly the Patreon too. <laughs> yeah, and also supporting like you buying merch actually helps us keep going and keeps us ad free, just like yes. our Patreon members do. So. We appreciate you. you. <laughs> so, Robin, what is stirring your cauldron this week? Thank you so much for asking. Oh my god, I didn't laugh. Yeah, I know. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> what is stirring my cauldron this week is actually just getting outside. There, I've been chronically online and i know that there is the joke about like going outside and touching grass Mm -hmm. um but i've actually been doing that in a pretty major way my husband is a cyclist he's a semi-professional cyclist and he's been doing hill climb training and one of the places that he goes and hill climbs train hill climb trains is directly next to a campground Mm -hmm. the campground is currently closed which means there's no other people in there 
but it's also out of cell signal. There's picnic benches. There's places to sit and play. And me and Smokeball have been going to the campground with him. And we've been like having a picnic and being outside and just like being in nature and enjoying each other and like leaving my phone in the car for like three hours. And it's been really fun. I really enjoyed it. I love that. So Plus cute. we get to like sit on the sideline and cheer on Smokeball's dad. So Yeah. I, I think like that's that. fun. That Especially is fun. they started they started clapping <laughs> and doing like yay. They go like ah! <laughs> It's pretty so funny. Cute. So uh, we like we cheer on daddy and it's very cute. <laughs> honestly, if like if stirring was in was my turn i would have said the same thing because yeah yeah we've been going out on the weekends and going to our little nature spots and it's been so nice especially it's so nice it's gonna get so hot and so fucking humid that like i'm <laughs> i'm enjoying the cooler weather while well, I yesterday have it. was 85 degrees here and then today it's 55 <laughs> and raining Oh, global no. warming doesn't exist right no not at all <laughs> that was sarcasm for the record before somebody sarcasm. says that i'm like Car- sarcasm uh, sign hold it yeah, up yeah <laughs> slash s before somebody says that i'm a global warming denier that was a joke <laughs> Jeez. You Jeez. you're such a flat earther it's true uh, we all live in a big bubble and there are people in the sky controlling everything we do oh, Truman um, show love it <laughs> Literally. (laughs) (laughs) So, Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron this week? Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So, ever since I started using, like, Twitter more, the more disappointed, like, I've become with the witch community i don't i don't know if it is twitter or or what but it brings out the worst in people and like not just people like it also like not only witches but people in general it's like everyone becomes the people we loathe on facebook but it's fine because it's twitter (laughs) (laughs) and there are like so many people like passing judgments on other witches not even like righteous judgments but people who think like better than others because they have like done more research or practice in a certain way and despite almost all of witchcraft being upg which is coming from different cultures and different like walks of life and experiences and then like in the same breath in another tweet they'll be like oh we're all different with different practices but like the damage has been done and i just i think people really need to own you know just people really don't think that like their shit doesn't stink on there and it's just so disheartening to say the very least and like the type of stuff that type of stuff like ruins our community and like disenchants newer witches who were once enjoying their practice and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i'm just overall frustrated which is why like i left twitter for like the time being i'm just so sick of it like we're adults but people are acting like mean kids in high school and it's not a good look and i really i don't want any part in it so i like i remove myself and I know, like, the stuff goes on in other spaces and even in-person situations, like, with witches. Mm-hmm. But, like, She's like sick most of witches, I don't have, like, a community, like, where I am, where I live. So, like, I sought it out 
in online spaces. And I just, I wish people would grow up and like seek validation outside of hot takes and being rude to their fellow witches because they don't understand their practices. I don't I know. I will second the fact that I fucking hate hot takes. Yeah. I hate them. I've made like two ever that weren't, weren't even hot takes. They were literally like the most lukewarm of takes because I was frustrated <laughs> about something else. <laughs> These things were tepid at best. Um, <laughs> a tepid take. Um, but I hate them. It's just like, it's just, it. most of the time they come off as just really mean. And it's like, mm. yeah, I just, I don't know. I try really hard to be Sweden on, on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that gets me nowhere. So I, I get you. Yeah, I just I don't like to engage in that stuff. And I don't know, it's just so stressful. And I don't know, just people like picking like, why do you use that herb? That doesn't make sense. Well, maybe it makes sense to them, Karen. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just take a second. And I don't know. I just I'd I'd rather just like remove myself than be annoyed, annoyed, like I'm too mm-hmm. compassionate of a person to be on Twitter, I guess. Um, what she trying to say? She's just too nice. I am too nice. <laughs> She's too nice. I'm too nice. But, <laughs> it's but true. Hope- it's so true. I, I've been saying for like two straight years that you are not built for Twitter. I've said it to you. <laughs> I've said it about you when you're not around. I'm like, Maria's not cut out for Twitter. I don't want her on there. And then you join Twitter and what, three weeks later, you're like, this place is mean. <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, that one um, gif of community um, from the show community where what's his face walks into the room and like there's a fire going on and someone's like swinging an arm and Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's how i feel like twitter is every single time i go on there (laughs) it's just too much like i'm already stressed in my everyday life and i'm not going to like add it add to it yeah well and like you know uh, i don't know because i do like i know that people say twitter My issue with Twitter is not necessarily the same as yours. My issue with Twitter is, is that I feel like there's always something going on on Twitter Mm -hmm. and I don't actually really consume Twitter much. I just show up and like do a tweet about how I'm like farting in the Walgreens (laughs) and then people think I'm like subtweeting a situation and I'm like, I actually have not read Twitter at all. I just genuinely am farting in Walgreens and... (laughs) That's my issue with Twitter is that people think that I know everything going on and Mm I can assure you that I have no idea what you're talking about, (laughs) which maybe I need to be better about that before tweeting. That's my mistake. But (laughs) yeah, I never know what's going on. And I'm just like, you know, y'all, this thing happened and people are like, oh, my God, she's talking about this person. I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I promise you I am not. I am not that smart. You're very smart. You're so smart. You just remove yourself from Twitter after posting, which is fine. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I just more people should do that. I know. I try. I really do. I just, I can't, like, I know that you're not supposed to care what other people think, but I do care what other people think. Like, I wish people were more compassionate and nicer to, like, fellow people. Like, it's just, it's disheartening to me. Like, it's like, well, this world is fucking garbage, which we all know it is. But it's like, it just makes it even worse. Like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) 
She's not built for it, guys. I'm not built for it. Let's make fun of Maria when she's not around. Now that I know gonna, you're not on, now that I know you're not on Twitter, I'm literally going to go on Twitter right now and I'm going to do a tweet and I'm going to say that you smell like farts. I'm tweeting it right now. <laughs> what I should do is I should tweet, delete that, like tweet, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> there i've tweeted it i've said that you smell like farts so everyone listening to this you can go back and look and you can see exactly what day we recorded <laughs> oh no if you've just joined us every single week we talk about shops creators instagrams freaking anything anything that we like that we think is pretty cool that maybe you would like too so that being said maria who are you into this week okay so i'm actually gonna say a book so um i read a spell in, a, in the wild by alice tarbuck it is so good like, i thought so that good. that was a like an, a fiction no 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 it's not i didn't <laughs> um, know it's that about, yeah it's about her experience with witchcraft like it's more of a biography okay then a help thing even though it has history and all that in it um it's basically a full year in her life as a witch um but it's just really interesting yeah i don't like just the book the way that she writes is so enchanting and it really makes you it's just she's very good at describing things and it feels like very magical and it makes you want to practice. Like she's a very, like I go out into nature, witch, and mm-hmm. it makes you want to go out into nature more. And, um, also she acknowledges like stuff that a lot of witches don't. She acknowledges that she is able bodied. She acknowledges that she comes from places of privilege. And mm-hmm. that was very refreshing to read. And, um, it's just, I don't like it's just one of those books where you're like you're reading history and you're reading about this person's experience and you feel like very wrapped in like it's not like a snooze fest or like you're being forced to read a biography about someone that's you know stale but no like I devoured it it was it was a very good book and I feel like it's good for like any witch that's having issues in their practice where they're feeling like they're not in such a good place magically and they just need Mm -hmm. a little bit of inspiration to get like back on track to feel like they're going back to their magical self i highly recommend that book well now that that i know it's a nonfiction, i'm definitely gonna check that out i literally thought that that was a fiction when you shared it i was like oh oh no nice little nice little fiction book but now i know and i'll read that that sounds great yeah, it's really good. It is written at from an English, like in England, like in the UK. Not, no, 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 in the UK. Like she's not from England, I don't think. But, um, but I don't know. It was just really refreshing, and I honestly, I would reread it like easily. Yeah? I would reread it now. Yeah. So, who you loving? Um, I just found this account. Somebody sent it to me. And whoever that was, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. I don't remember who you, who it was. Um, <laughs> somebody sent it to me, Binks Olsen. Okay, mm-hmm. but they did a deck called the Forest by uh, Forest NB Tarot. Okay, I am obsessed. Like That's I love so the cute. artwork. It's so fucking cute. I've never seen anything like it before. Like 
I don't know. I just think it's so original mm-hmm. and so cute. And like, I really want it. <laughs> it looks like it kind of, kind of, kind of like Animal Crossing, like sort of. Yeah. Thing. It's kind of like Animal Crossing fan art style. Yeah. It's not Animal Crossing yeah. fan art, just to be clear. Yeah. Um, but it is very stylized in that sort of way. I really love it. I want it super bad. It's By the way, everyone, my birthday is July 5th. If you want to <laughs> buy it for me, uh, I'm just saying. Because just I am doing there. a no tarot deck purchasing this year. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> somebody wanted to purchase it for me. Uh, it's a loophole. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm going to get you for um yeah i really want this deck i think it is so freaking cute um you're like i'm not buying tarot decks this year like i'm on my fifth deck that's going to be well there's one tarot deck that i am (laughs) buying on the ninth of this month because i've been trying to get my hands on it for two years and they're doing a final like press like purchase and it's first come first serve and i literally have an alarm on my phone to try to get it what is uh, it? I, I talked about it once on here. Uh, I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it because what if somebody listens to this and then they buy it and then I now can't have it? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it on the next episode if I get it, guys. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I know that's maybe really paranoid, but I don't care. Do, deal with it. Um, uh, yeah, I want to I want to get it. So I'm gonna, I'll send it to you privately. Okay. Okay. out of here yeah <laughs> then i'll buy it and steal it just kidding. No! <laughs> no i already have enough i've spent enough money like i'm fine right 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 <laughs> not another black and gold deck hey the ones i've been getting lately i have not been black that and one gold. you got that you talked about last episode the photography one is oh, the so beautiful of the drowning world oh so beautiful they're so pretty <laughs> The cards are it. so big, but they're, they're so, pretty. so pretty. Like I have a very awkward way of shuffling them. It works. It works. But like they're so pretty. And they're like an absolute joy to use. Like I think it's my favorite deck to use right now. Yeah. I love it. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope to see you again on Friday, May 27th for our ninth episode of season three. Or hopefully you can catch us on the in-betweens and coffee talk. We actually didn't pick a topic this month. Mm. No. Well, a lot of things are going on. So are going on. So we'll probably wait until next month. Yeah. Uh, You can keep an eye out on our Instagrams or Twitter. You can follow us at Coffee Cauldrons on Twitter or Coffee and Cauldrons Pod on Instagram. Or you can just head on over to our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com, for more information. Or even better, you can join us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your questions next time in our part two. If you've been loving Coffee and Cauldrons, if you could please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify, we would definitely appreciate it. Yes. You'll even get to hear our lovely, sexy, sensual voices for an additional 30-ish minute episode for being on our Patreon casting tier and up. Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons with Robin from At a Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Rhea from Emory the Arcane on Instagram. Okay, Are you ready? ready? Yeah. <laughs> One, One, two, two three. three. Bye, Bye. witches! <laughs> How was it on your end?
<laughs> that actually sounded so perfect. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>